Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and salutations in the name of the Most High. This is your host, Tyler Hemp, with HempAware Radio and HempAware.com. I'm really excited about today's show because it deals with one of the most important aspects of our lives, which is our homes and the structures that we live and work and breathe in and that we create in on a daily basis. And in today's world, there's so many toxins and harsh chemicals that are both harmful to our personal health and to our Earth's environment. And for our world, you know, is an outpicturing of our minds and of our feelings. So, of course, to solve this solution with a sustainable, green, economic, um, you know, potential, uh, we're going to discuss hemp as a building material. And to do this with us, we have Matt Eklund of Hemp... Um, actually of Northwest Hemp Builders. He's a hemp builder, a hemp educator, and um, he's, you know, been networking and on the hemp platform for many years and um, knowledgeable about hemp building materials and hemp crete. So I'm really excited to bring him on the show today. Welcome to the show, Matt. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me, Tyler. Glad to be here. My pleasure. Yeah, so... The show goes by pretty quick. We have about 28 minutes left, and I'd love to uh, present a few questions to you. And uh, the first one I have is, um, tell us a little bit about, you know, how you were introduced to hemp and, and you know, why you've chosen to use it as a material that you, you know, you're working with and sharing with the world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I guess my relationship with hempcrete is uh, – I guess a little romantic. I was, you know, with my wife when we were at a music festival here in Washington, and there was actually a, a banner with a, it was a hempcrete, um, you know, banner, and I was like, wow, what is that? And and all of my construction background is concrete, and I immediately was like, wow, I gotta find out what what's up with this hempcrete stuff. So of course, you know, I got uh, online. And um, and just started learning more about it and learning the the, the building method of of hempcrete and and I just really took to it. So um, that kind of led me, you know, on the beginning path to uh, just really kind of networking with uh, people in the industry and and really uh, just getting more educated about uh, the plant variety and and um, getting uh, to workshops as as frequently as I could. Um, so uh, that was definitely the the beginning. So I guess that's been about it's been a couple of years now. But um, yeah. cool. So you just were inspired by hemp, and you saw that it could be a building material, and you already had experience with concrete. So you were like, "This is this is a solution." This is, did you did you kind of um, already have a desire to do something more eco friendly or in the green movement, or was it that moment that inspired you? No, yeah, I was already um, interested in working with Cobb and uh, doing some just home projects with Cobb and, and kind of getting to know Clay a little more and working with Clay. Um, I had the opportunity to uh, go out to Port Townsend. There's a really amazing um, eco-village out there. Um, and I was able to, to work on a project building a straw clay home and it's actually Washington State's first uh, fully regulated, inspected, and coated straw clay build. Uh, so that was kind of my first introduction to um, natural building, um, you know, being able to on site and actually work with 
um, a crew and, and, uh, just have that really great experience. Um, so that was, wow. I was, it was just getting into to Hemp Creek kind of at that time. So I was really enjoying like sharing, uh, sharing just knowledge of Hemp Creek and stuff. And, and people were very like, Oh, you know, what is this? I want to know more about it because it's still very, um, new in the natural building world in, in terms of, uh, you know, the United States, um, primarily just because we're not, our, our market is, is not really there yet, uh, for, for the materials that, uh, that, that I, that I, you know, need <laughs> to, to make, uh, to make mm-hmm. concrete homes. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, that makes yeah, sense. Uh, yeah, you know, so yeah, straw clay and cob and, 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 and straw bale and, and working with lime and, uh, you know, lime paints and, and natural plasters and such, uh, all of that uh, really uh, interests me, and and Hempcrete falls right Definitely. in line. Definitely. <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. So why do you think builders, architects, designers, inventors, and people that are into the construction world, why do you think they would even consider hemp as a building material, and what are some of the benefits and value that it has to offer to the market? That's a good question. Um, so there's definitely a lot of important angles to look at. I guess when we're talking about utilizing hemp, the hemp plant for, you know, hemp-based building materials and biocomposites like hempcrete and agricultural plastics. So if we can maybe talk a little bit about history, I guess, uh, we can look mm-hmm. at like Henry Ford as one of the first in the 19th century to, you know, pioneer the industry by using hemp to construct car panels. And I know there's a lot of people that know about the hemp card. Actually, the the hemp card that he made was actually kind of a combination of fibers. So it was soy, flax, hemp. Um, so mm-hmm. it was kind of a it was kind of a mosh pause of fibers for this car. But um, I think it's a perfect example of how to integrate industry and agriculture, right? So some mm. of the benefits, you know, Ford and his team were looking at were safety and fuel efficiency, and they were also easing the demand for metal in that time period. So, you know, some of the benefits that they were kind of looking at. Um, so, and then if you fast forward about 35 years to France, you know, this tradesman, Charles Rossetti, who became known, you know, pretty much as the first guy to use hemp herds for infill. And the reason why he wanted to use hemp herds for infill on these, like, aging structures that he was growing up around and um, is because they, in more recent times, started using cementish materials to fix these old buildings. But the cement, basically, when you add cement to any kind of natural wall, you're basically sealing it up. And that just is really, really uh, setting setting that building up for failure because you're going to start uh, capturing moisture in there. Stuff's going to rot. Um, even if even mm-hmm. uh, like the natural materials in there, like the straw and rubble or whatever they have in there, it's going to you know break down. So he wanted to use hemp herd. It was uh, readily available. Hemp was kind of on the rise in the area. And uh, he started uh, using hemp herd as the infill and with really good results. And he had some buddies, uh, some colleagues, you know, that were also in his trade. And um, he was a, he was like a natural building restoration 
expert. And so he had some some buddies that uh, played huge roles in incorporating hemp and lime into the building systems, and they actually, you know, did lots of uh, test trials and stuff on the different plasters and and, and such. So that uh, they they just you know they played huge roles in getting it um, more well known, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. So interesting. So, so. I guess, you know, in, so I, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, in terms of, uh, you know, benefits to, to builders and architects and designers, you know, choosing him makes sense, you know. I mean, environmentally, economically, mm-hmm. agriculturally, and ethically, you know. And there's also the health mm-hmm. benefits of hemp as a building material, uh, which nowadays is super important, you know, when you factor in mm-hmm. you know, what we we look at what's going into our average homes, you know, material-wise. It's kind of disturbing. <laughs> Absolutely. So can you explain what hempcrete is and how, how is it different from concrete and, and what is it made of, essentially? And how yeah, easy is yeah. it to work with? So my definition, and there's, you know, there's lots of little definitions out there. Uh, my simplest definition for hempcrete is it's an earth-friendly biocomposite. Uh, it's, and its main function is to uh, insulate structures. Um, it's got a really, really amazing thermal mass, you know, um, meaning that it has the ability to take on moisture and re-release it. Um, the ingredients for or, you know, it's the, sim- the simplest mix design for hempcrete is hemp herd or the shiv. The hemp herd is the inner woody core of the hemp plant. And then we mix that with a lime binder and then obviously add water. Um, there's other additions that you can add, like sand. If you're making hemp plaster, for say, you want to use sand, you can also use sand in a, in a regular hempcrete wall mix. Um, you can also add, add pozzolans, like uh, natural uh, uh, brick dust or, or uh, lime dust uh, for strengthening mm-hmm. uh, properties. And um, I've also experimented with, um, you know, conventional pozzolans like uh, super plasticizers that they use in um, – or, um, or not super plasticizers, I'm sorry, but um, that's just strengthening agents that they use in – you know, con- uh, conventional concrete nowadays. So uh, mm-hmm. the different types of lime that you would want to use are hydrated lime and um, hydraulic lime. And there's a couple of different, mm-hmm. you know, sources locally that you can get get those limes. But uh, you want to kind of stay clear of uh, any quick lime. I know that there's some stuff out there on the Internet. Like if you're looking for mix designs for hempcrete, if you're interested – um, there are a couple of people that have done some experimentations with quicklime, and I, I highly recommend not. It's really caustic, and you can burn yourself very easily. Um, but uh, so stay away Good from quicklime, and then also uh, agricultural lime. Not really sought after. It's you can use it, but it's got a very very low set time. So you really want to look for hydrated mm. lime or natural hydraulic lime. Okay, and then what would the ratios be on average, like water to lime to hemp herd? Um, it's usually like a four-one-one ratio. I've done a lot of experimenting with mix designs. It's, it's like my whole background with uh, within the concrete world. I was uh, 
batch plan operator and, and did mix designs and custom mix designs. So like, I really like just got like heavily involved with different ratios, but uh, I found a four one one four of uh, you know four part herd, one part uh, binder, and then one part water works really well. Um, and then obviously, if you want to add sand, um, that becomes a little more custom. But uh, there is some information also on the web for mix design ratios. Um, and uh, yeah, the four one one works pretty well for me. Cool. What What are some of the websites that you have gleaned from that that share hemp building information? I I think the one that stood out to me the most. Uh, in the beginning was uh, Hemp, Tech, Hemp Dash Technologies, uh, Hemp Technologies Group. Uh, a lot of really good information mm-hmm. on their mm-hmm. website. Um, uh, let's see. I guess maybe as far as mix designs, that was kind of the only one. Um, okay. Other than that, I was just... Uh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, other than building houses with this, I know you mentioned the hemp car and different composites that can be made with the hemp, what would you say are some other good building ideas or structures that could be made out of hemp fibers other than houses? Other than houses? I mean, really, you can use, uh, you know, hemp, you can use hempcrete pretty much for any kind of structure. Uh, it's not a load-bearing um, material by any means. Um but I guess it, uh, if you are looking at hemp bricks, hemp or canna bricks is is maybe a, a brand name. Uh, but uh, those those might have a little bit of load bearing qualities. So I mean, really, when you're talking about structures, we're you know talking about maybe apartment buildings or hospitals, sheds, museums, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, churches, office buildings. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, office buildings. Um, you can. I, I've heard of uh, dog houses. You know, being a little hempcrete dog houses. There might be a market for that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely, like facilities for special needs. Um, you know, people. Uh, people that may be a little chemical sensitive. You know, um, I, mm-hmm. I know that there's some mm-hmm. structures in America. I think that have already that are in in the process of being built uh, that are hempcrete. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you can, I, yeah, I my wife that. and I are, my wife and I are doing some, some, you know, home projects and, uh, I've discussed with her, you know, well, maybe we should just do like a, we're doing some fireplace work. And I told her, I'd like to maybe do like a, a hempcrete, uh, you know, hearth and everything around And So we're still tossing up the idea, but, uh, I thought that'd be, cool. be kind of cool. Definitely. So I've, you're I've had, you're saying anyone? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say I've had some people ask me about uh, driveways. Like, can we make him create driveways? And I just tell them, sure, we can. You know, <laughs> why not? I I think that mm-hmm. uh, it would get kind of dirty, but you know, shoot, why not? Yeah, anything's possible. I I know that uh, that that's for sure. Um, so. So what is your favorite part of working with hemp as a building material? I mean, obviously we know it's really good for us. We know it's good for the environment, but what would you say is, is the most enjoyable part of working with, you know, building with hemp material? You know, 
I think it kind of hit me when I was in Colorado. I was doing this workshop out there. We were building Colorado's uh, the first tiny hemp-free home, you know, out there. And I was, like, up on Shaftstein, and I'm, like, I'm packing hempcrete in a wall, and it was, like, one of those, like, aha moments where everything was just kind of aligned, and I was, like, this is, uh, you know, this is certainly what I want to be doing right now at this time. And it kind of just hit me that I... I really love the fact that, uh, you know, this plant, this super humble plant, is able to provide so much, you know, so much. Um, and and it, it really just uh, it made me feel really good about the material that I was working with, um, knowing that, you know, there isn't any uh, harmful chemicals, you know, involved. And uh, on, so on that level, it just made me feel really good. I love the, the flexibility of of the material is is great, uh, meaning that you, it's really hard to screw up, <laughs> you know, a, a mixed design. Whereas, like, if you take, you know, yeah. a, a product like concrete, you know, you you have to have, uh, you know, you're worried about water cement ratios and, and such. And, 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 you know, on a level of uh, mixed design logistics for, for hempcrete, you do have to worry about, you know, how much water, you know, you put in or whatever. But, uh, but there's just much more. Mm-hmm more room for flexibility uh, on a, on a you know, a scope of, you know, error, like a mar- error margin, I guess. Um, cool. So, so it would I be a lot easier for the layman to use, not just any professional builder, but it sounds like people could start learning how to actually utilize hemp in their own backyards for, you know, maybe a little um, yoga room or maybe a little shed or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you know, I the the group that we had out in Colorado, I would say you know eighty percent of them really had no previous construction background at all, and um, it was amazing to see a group of twenty five people come together and and really just uh, take to it. Like uh, by the second day, it seemed like everybody was professional, you know, hempcrete tampers and <laughs> and. Nice. Uh, mixed design pros, you know, so I, um, I would say that, yes, anybody that wanted to, that wants to do any kind of, uh, you know, home projects or renovation, you know, work, uh, retrofitting. Um, yeah, I mean, don't, don't be, uh, don't be, you know, afraid of, of not, uh, being able to, to, to learn, you know, uh, the basics of hemp career. I mean, it's, it's super, super easy stuff to work with. Cool. So, so with that said, you know, it's, it, it's obviously easy to work with, but generally anytime somebody's learning about something new, challenges will come up. What are some of the challenges that you might have faced building with hemp and how are you able to overcome them? Well, I would say the one challenge, I mean, I think that somebody would would maybe have is maybe working around lime. Uh, lime is pretty caustic, and so if you're not careful about it, you can, you know, you can get burns. Um, so that was that was certainly one of my challenges. You know, when I was out, when I was working with, you know, mixing mixing it up. You know, there's a lot of lime dust. Um, mm-hmm. But and you also want to protect your lungs and your eyes. So I guess those would be more challenges like on the job. Um, mm-hmm. I know that there, and, and I haven't built, this was a story, uh, that was told to me by one of my 
uh, colleagues, and he said that he was facing some issues with uh, moisture. Uh, he was doing um, a hempcrete build, uh, and this is out in Ontario, and he had um, big-time moisture issues, so he had to, you know, had a dehumidifier inside of the, the structure, and um, he was really battling because you, you don't want your hempcrete has to cure properly, and if it's if it's overly moisture, too much moisture in it for too long a time, you can, uh, you know, fracture the wall system basically, and uh, you'll get mold issues and. Um, mm. So that was a, a story that was shared to me. So, you know, moisture could be an issue. And um, I guess some challenges uh, that I've also faced in, in the hempcrete world are just uh, sourcing, uh, you know, my my hemp herd. So resources. Um, it's been really tough. You know, I'm out in – I'm up in Washington, and it's it's been tough to get my, my hemp herd shipped in because it's just really, really expensive. So I have to really monitor my projects and make sure that I need, you know, this much herd for this project and this much herd for this project. Mm-hmm. But, um, so what, I'm really is, looking forward. Sorry, go ahead. I know that we'll go ahead and finish that thought and then I can ask you the next question. Oh, I'm just really, really excited for uh, the coming years, you know, where, uh, so our, I know our domestic market is going to ease up a little bit and, and hopefully we can, start seeing uh more hemp production in the states and uh right which is what my next question was kind of leaning towards you know there's a lot of states out there that are doing different things to help get the legislation passed so that we can legally start growing industrial hemp and we know that Oregon and Washington and Colorado have all allowed for medicinal cannabis to be uh, legal on some level in your experience, what's Washington as a as a political entity? How does it perceive industrial hemp? Do you feel that it's it's lightening things up, or how does it look up there? Yeah, I certainly think that you know, I I, I believe that hemp is going to be grown in Washington very soon. Um, I think that there are a lot of things that uh, Washington needs to do to get the right regulations happening because we absolutely need regulation on the types of hemp that are to be grown, uh, hemp strands. Um, and I think that there is uh, definitely room for improvement on on all of the uh, the regulations and legislation and stuff that's, that's out there. So... Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to but see. You feel hopeful. I want to see the right hemp grown in the right areas, and I want to just see it done, you know, correctly for everybody. <laughs> so it's not like the wild, wild west, you know. There's just because I, yeah. you know, I could, I need, I really need to have a certain strand of of hemp to get the right kind of hemp herd that I need to build, you know, homes with. And uh, mm-hmm. there's certain strands out there that that aren't right for that. So it's mm-hmm. just really important that we have so uh, are, those regulations are, set in place. Absolutely. And, and so what would you say are some of the qualities that you're looking for in a particular uh, seed or, you know, in a particular plant? Primarily I'm looking for fiber that is clean 
and like clear of any kind of like leaf material. I basically want uh, you know just really good quality hemp herd. Um, so not really being okay. completely educated about all the different strands of, of hemp plants out there. Um, mm-hmm. it, it definitely, it's, you know, that's an ongoing, uh, learning experience for me. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Well, we just have a, about five minutes left. And so I have a, a couple more questions for you. Um, what, what do you foresee the future holding as far as hemp building materials what markets would you encourage young entrepreneurs or even entrepreneurs that have had their own businesses for years but they want to start moving into more eco-friendly conscious products what do you foresee in this next two years as being a good area to invest in for people, whether they're builders or whether they're, you know, business people, what do you see a good um, area of the hemp building to invest in or, or, you know, start focusing on? Uh, Well, I think as far as um, the the medicinal industry is is absolutely booming. Um, I, I think that that's a wonderful, you know, business venture to get into. Um, I, I personally, I'm, I'm very interested in manufacturing and producing uh, hemp, hemp plants. You know, I, I I would love to to learn how to farm. I, I'm not really sure if that's uh, in my scope or on down the line for me. I, I certainly would love that, you know, opportunity. Um, but I think that anybody that is, you know, interested in the hemp industry uh, first and foremost, you know, go out and get extremely educated and um, and uh, and just kind of see what all the different opportunities are out there um, to be had. Um, it's a very open market right now. Um, I think that there's a, a lot of uh, potential, you know, um, businesses for like in every scope. Mm-hmm. Primarily, definitely, for, uh, yeah. For construction, you know, construction-wise, it's it's really wide open. Um, I know that, uh, you know, just in in the U.S., you know, there's not a whole lot of uh, construction uh, companies, you know, that deal with hempcrete at all. Um, I, I just yeah. I don't know if there's I don't even think there is one in, in Washington State. I mean, that I know of, anyways. So right, the market, yeah, it's it's pretty wide open right now. Very cool. So as my last question, I would like uh, for you to share with our listeners one thing that they could do today that will help integrate hemp into their homes. Uh, Maybe something, you know, that they could do to share it with other people or just what's one thing that you would encourage people to to start doing today to raise awareness about hemp? Uh, Get educated. Uh, Jump on the web. Take workshops if you have an opportunity to to, to have a, take a workshop in in hempcrete. Uh, I highly recommend it. If um, if you want to you know stay in touch with uh, legislation and and everything, uh, go check out the HIA Hemp, Indus- Hemp Industries Association. Uh, find out if you have a local chapter in your state. Um, uh, check out Vote Hemp. 
and uh, and just really just stay connected. Uh, Facebook has been a huge uh, catalyst in in for myself personally. You know, just getting connected with everybody. So yeah, yeah that's how we get educated. Yeah. And then yeah, absolutely. You know, and uh, and also um, support the industry by purchasing hemp goods. Um, and 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 purchase hemp goods from from companies that are here in the U.S. already, like Envirotextiles. Uh, check them out. They're out of Colorado. I know they just opened up a place in California too. Um, yes. But there's you know and hemp traders and um, lots of really cool local uh, places. So yeah, invest Definitely. in invest in the market, invest in the industry. Um, you know, wear it. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely. Thank you so much for being on the show today. We just have about one minute left. So I wanted to let our listeners know that if you have a hemp company or you have um, hemp experience, if you want to be on the Hemp Aware radio show, give us a call at 805-410-4367. And please, uh, as Matt said, go buy something hemp, go online, go to the HIA, uh, thehia.org or votehemp.com and start spreading the word about hemp. See if you can get involved with local hemp companies and um, spread the word. It's definitely for our future, for our planet, for our children and uh, for the success of our, our lifestyles and to live a healthy, radiant, vibrant, dynamic lifestyle. Hemp is an essential essential key so thank you so much for listening to hemperware radio matt thanks so much for being on the show and we look forward to connecting with you all very soon tyler thanks so much all right much love peace and blessings